This insert is brought to you by Radio K Pulpit on 7 to 9 a.m. Visit us on www.kpulpit.co.za. Christian Perspective on the News. It's a Friday. Dr. Peter Hammond's on the other side of the line. He's the founder of Frontline Fellowship, the Reformation Society, Africa Christian Action, and the William Carey Bible Institute. It's time for some solid scripture foundation in our conversation. Morning, Dr. Hammond. People are considering the state of the nation address, and uh, of course we should be thinking, what kind of state of the nation address would the Lord Jesus give us? Because while... We hear the president saying that our greatest threat is the coronavirus and our greatest priority is vaccines and coronavirus. Mm. I would not see it that way, and I do not believe that the Lord would either, because what does the Lord require of you but to do justly, to love mercy, and to walk humbly with your God? And our highest priorities have to be obeying God's law and loving God and loving our neighbor. And if only the government had put the kind of energy Mm. into fighting crime, corruption, and murder that they put into ensuring that people wear masks and stay off beaches and don't walk their dogs and uh, don't jog on government fields and all these sort of things. Just imagine what a country we could have if we gave priority to protecting citizens from crime, violence, corruption, murder, instead of putting our priorities on something like a vaccine for a pandemic which is so uh, serious that you need to be tested to know if you've got it, Mm. and a vaccine so safe you need to be forced to take it. And isn't it interesting that these vaccine companies all needed liability to be legislated away so that they are immune from any liability or any kind of criminal or uh, financial implications if people are paralyzed, die, and all the other things that happen in great numbers. In fact, the studies have shown that vastly more injuries and uh, deaths even are caused by these vaccines, uh, especially the latest untested one, than the coronavirus could possibly give, considering the fact that most of the people, over 90% of the people who test positive, have no symptoms and do not in any way get seriously sick. And considering most of those who do get sick recover, over 98% of them, uh, why would one take vaccines as a high priority for a uh, disease that's got a lower death toll than that of the side effects of vaccines? So that's part of the issues. There's a lot of promises, but then we're used to politicians making promises and not delivering much. But what would a State of the Union address sound like from our Lord Jesus? If you take the Ten Commandments as our basis, the first thing is, do we love God with all of our heart, soul, mind, strength? Are we worshiping God uh, alone? And the fact is that our leaders are too proud to bow before God in prayer at the beginning of Poland. They abolished prayer in Poland. Even in Cape Town, we used to have, for over 130 years, prayer in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ opening every parliamentary session. Mm. Ended in 1994, not even a minute of silence. Our state leaders have committed idolatry, worshipped other gods who are not God at all. The Lord's name is routinely taken in vain on national television and at cinemas, and this blasphemy is constitutionally protected and regarded as entertainment. And the Lord's Day is desecrated every week. So what God has ordained as a day of rest and a day of worship is being commercialized and abused for the worship of pleasure. Mm. Respect for our parents and our elders is being undermined everywhere by the laws, by the entertainment industry, 
by the explosion of violent crimes against the elderly. Every year, over 20,000 people are murdered in South Africa. In many cases, we're talking about very vile, torturous deaths. So the Sixth Command also is being broken in the most hideous ways, and our justice system is failing to protect the citizens of the land. Most of the murderers who terrorize our people are escaping brought to justice. And in fact, our laws seem to favor the rights of the criminals and also often criminalize the victims. Mm. Selfishness, greed, covetousness, deception are pervasive. We've become a nation infested with corruption and theft. What's happened to the billions stolen, hundreds of billions stolen of the COVID relief fund? Uh, according to the African uh, Union Task Force on Corruption, every year, something in the region of 32% of the gross domestic product or GDP of Africa is stolen by government corruption, a third of the gross domestic product. Deception, covetousness, greed, theft, these are realities. These should be the highest priorities to deal with. Imagine if the highest priority was not to force people to wear masks and have vaccines, but to be able to deal with crime and protect lives and property. And so our constitution entrenches the rights of pornographers to exploit people made in the image of God for profit, to take what God has made to be holy and perverted it, to take what God designed to be special and made it sordid, and to take and distort what God intended to be private and developed it into a multi-million rand exploitative industry. We must admit that we have the hypocrisy to claim to be a human rights society while denying the right to life to pre-born babies. And interpreting the right to life in a Bill of Rights to protect a guilty murderer from execution, but not protecting innocent babies from receiving the death penalty through abortion. We've become so callous and careless and cruel as to allow little babies to be poisoned, burned, dismembered, smothered, strangled through abortion. All that is necessary for evil to triumph is for good people to do nothing. Mm. And if we look at the state of our nation through the eyes of Scripture and we think, what? Would God say, we have broken every one of the Ten Commands, personally, Mm. as communities, as a country. And therefore, what is the state of our nation in the eyes of God? Well, a government that talks about dealing with corruption, but doesn't prosecute the criminals, doesn't get the money returned, uh, doesn't actually deal with those responsible, actually in their ranks and even in the cabinet, you would think talking about corruption is one thing, but how about doing something about it? Actual prosecution and recovery of the money that's been stolen so one doesn't have to increase taxes and that we do not have to see that the most basic requirements and needs of people are lost because of government corruption and inefficiency. So it would really help if a state of the nation address was honest and would speak like the scripture speaks to us. If my people who are called by my name will humble themselves and pray and seek my face and turn from the wicked ways, then when I hear from heaven, I will forgive their sin and I will heal their land. And there's nothing more important than to get our relationship with God right. There's nothing more important than God's will and God's word and God's way and God's work. We need to get our priorities aligned in the light of eternity. And bear in mind that the day will come when we will have to stand before Almighty God the eternal judge on the day of judgment, when he will judge every individual, and he will judge nations, we read. Mm. And what will God say of us, and what will God say of our nation on the day of judgment? And it is not good enough for us to bring up all kinds of distractions and try to pretend 
uh, that uh, a pandemic, which the vast majority of people recover from, every member of my family has had the coronavirus. I've got immunocompromised a wife and son, and uh, my wife's back in cancer now for 11 years. And we've all recovered from it, and everyone I know has recovered from it. And it's not good enough to kill the economy, to destroy the jobs, or to describe so many people's jobs as non-essential. Mm. It's extremely insulting when the president speaks about essential services and essential jobs and non-essential. Every single job is essential to that family and to the people that it serves. And it's not for politicians to say that we don't think that hospital visitations by Reach for Recovery or chaplains is essential. Of course it's essential for the people there. Prisoners aren't even allowed to have chaplain visits yet or visits from their families. This, this is not right. Uh, it's inhuman. And when we look at how many churches are still stymied and effectively closed because of lockdown regulations, yeah. we do not have a crisis from the pandemic as much as a crisis from the lockdown regulations. And this is proven by looking at countries that never even went into lockdown, that in no way suffered any more uh, effects from the coronavirus than those that did go into hard lockdowns. So there's many studies that show this is not the solution. Bear in mind, the biggest pandemic of all is sin, and that's got a 100% fatality rate. Right? And everybody is infected by sin, and we should be more concerned about these spiritual diseases and a relationship with Almighty God than we are about something which the Wuhan Health Organization are making such a big scene about, and advancing the cause of global government. And uh, the Bible warns us in Revelation 13 about those who would have a one-world government, a one-world economic system, and a one-world interfaith religious system. These things are dangerous. And when we see, in the name of combating a virus, uh, the kinds of agendas warned about in Revelation 13 advanced, one-world government, one-world economic system, one-world religion, then we've got to know that this is serious and this is something we cannot have anything to do with. Because as Christians, we bow to our Lord Jesus Christ. He is the King of Kings. He is the Lord of Lords. It doesn't matter who is present. Jesus Christ is the King of Kings. And his will is more important. And his view of our nation and our souls, which we see in the Bible, is vastly more important than any of our opinions. So mm. the first thing, the highest priority is, that we humble ourselves, that we pray, that we seek God's face, that we turn from our wicked ways. This insert was brought to you by Radio K Pulpit on 729 AM. Visit us on www.kpulpit.co.za.